0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.
1: Coming up in this episode, we take you to the beautiful Hollywood Pantages Theater for opening night of the revival of The Color Purple. What an incredible show. And we're going to be talking to you before the show at intermission, afterward, plus we'll actually got to sit down with a couple of cast members you're going to love them so without any further ado oh also thank you to the pantages for sending us some of the music from the broadway cast recording so without any further ado it's curtains up on another episode of west of broadway Welcome to of Broadway, a celebration of theater in Los Angeles. I am radio host, I guess, and podcast host, and theater enthusiast, Lara Scott, along with my partner in crime here, Will Armstrong, celebrity publicist and theater veteran. And we're coming to you, well, we're live right now. We're yeah. upstairs at the Pantages, the Hollywood Pantages Theater for opening night of The Color Purple. Yeah, Lara,
0: this is <gasps> so exciting. I'm so happy to be back. at. I feel like our second home is I the know. Pantages. It's our
1: home in Hollywood. Exactly. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, the 2016 Tony Award winner for best musical revival I was I was joking with you Will because when we saw Hamilton you knew nothing about I'm like you haven't even listened to the soundtrack you're like no I don't even know who who was Hamilton and I I feel that way I never saw this movie never read the book haven't seen the show so excited
0: well the Steven Spielberg film came out in 1985 Mm -hmm. and it put me through it back then. Yeah. It is, it's like watching three movies in one. There's, it's such a beautiful, incredible, inspiring story, and I'm really thrilled to see it translated into, this is the second incarnation of a musical uh, theater production. Uh, the original um, starred La Chance on Broadway, and then this uh, the second revival was, like, I said, like you said, it was uh, a Tony Award winner for Best Revival, and it has been so well received across the country, and I'm so excited and thrilled. Also because one of my close, close, dear, dear friends, Gabrielle Reed, is in in the production. She understudies Celie, who is the lead character.
1: Oh, cool. Oh, Mm -hmm. I hope, I'm sure she's going to get to go on at some point during the run.
0: I don't think we're going to see her tonight. I know. I wish we
1: could. Well, hopefully, maybe, it's going to be here. So tonight is opening night, May 29th. It's going to be running through June 17th. Tickets are available. And, uh... the launcher go down the wrong pipe. We had dinner at Delphine oh. right before this. Uh, but the New York Times has called this a glory to behold. I can't wait. We were just walked in past the red carpet and it's it's a crazy scene out there. People are really, really excited.
0: It's super, super cool and I'm really, really excited and they are flashing lights right now to tell everyone to get to their seats. So What if we come out during intermission and we kind of give a first impression of the first act?
1: I love that. And I was just trying to tweet as I was talking to tell people to meet us in the bar at intermission downstairs. Tell us what they think.
0: I'm pretty sure we'll be able to tackle somebody and be like, hey, what do you think of the show? What the
1: show? All right. So we'll be back. Keep going in. Awesome. (laughs)
0: I am backstage with the beautiful Gabrielle Reed <laughs> and Clyde Boche. Yay, um, they are they are both cast members in The Color Purple. And thank you guys. I know, especially the first week. I know it's so time intensive with traveling, getting all situated, mm-hmm. and then opening nights, and then the opening night party, and all that. And then and then you have uh, uh, understudy rehearsals, yeah, have, yeah. which is today. Today's yeah. Thursday. It's understudy rehearsals. So. Um, Gabrielle, what is understudy rehearsal?
2: Oh, understudy rehearsal is where at least, like there's two understudies for every role. And one set of those understudies will get together in the afternoon with the stage managers and basically run the show. Um, today was a sp- slightly different one where we have a new understudy that just came into the show. Okay. Um, a new guy that just came into the show last week he started. Either last week or the week Star, before. Yes. And then so now he's learning his understudy role of harp, harp, Harpo. So wow. it was basically walking him through the show. All of the Harpo specific scenes and things today. Wow. Yeah. Excellent.
0: Mm-hmm. And so and Gabrielle, you have a role. You play Olivia. Yes. And you understudy two roles.
2: Yes, I understudy Celia and Squeak.
0: Amazing. Mm-hmm. And Clyde, you are a straight-up understudy or swing. A swing. Swing and understudy. Swing, swing and understudy. Yes. So you yeah. understudy all the men in the ensemble and some of the ensemb- uh, I principal roles?
3: understudy all of the men except for Harpo and Grady. Wow, so... excellent.
0: And did I hear a, a rumor?
3: Rubber- also understudy. understudy mister. Yeah. Yeah. And how long
0: have you been on the tour?
3: Since we started. Since the
2: beginning. We started, sep- so, uh, the com- we started September 5th. I think we went out on the road like mid-October-ish, yeah. October 10th-ish so or something like that. Last year. Yeah. And,
0: last wow. Year. and But I heard a rumor that you're not long for this tour. I'm not. Excellent. Where are you off to? I can't
3: say yet. Oh, okay. Excellent. Can't say yet, but I will be... Sadly, Mm -hmm. leaving in Charlotte will be by last week, so it's in about six weeks. Oh, okay. Wow, it'll go fast. He's
2: making the history too. Yeah, Mm
0: -hmm.
3: and I—we'll
0: say enough there, but I will definitely, (laughs) I will definitely recap this and 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 make an announcement when I when I get the go ahead. Yeah, but yeah, that's wonderful, and also, and congratulations on being part of such an amazing show. It was really, I love the movie Mm -hmm. so much, and. I felt like it paid tribute to the movie, but I felt like I was seeing something a little bit different. A little Absolutely. I, I yeah. think it moved through things swiftly because it had to. It had mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Yes. But it also touched on things and highlighted them more than what I was aware of. Like playing yeah. playing Sealy. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I saw the movie, I was just impressed with the fact that her relationship with Suge it was definitely tender. It was definitely sweet. There was definitely right. a connection, but I thought it was more. It was. I didn't see it was as much of a romance as it You're is right. here.
2: You're right. You're right. Because it's definitely that the 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 musical, both the original and this revival, it takes over more of the book story. Yeah, that was a my question. That, a yeah. lot of that, a lot of that, Suge and Seeley uh, relationship is much more fleshed mm-hmm. out, and even more than what you see in the show, yeah. much more fleshed out, and you really, really get to see the reason why Celie becomes who she is, Exactly, and it's all because of these two wonderful women that were in her life pushing her mm-hmm. forward throughout all of it.
0: How weird is it that, and I'm sure every city that you go into you get asked the same question or they draw the same, like, where we are in, as a society and how it's holding a mirror up to this book that was, like, been around for, for yes. 30 years you Mm -hmm. know it is so like how empowering is it to be performing these uh, these production numbers where it's all about women standing up for their rights and standing up and saying no more I'm not going to it's just
2: yeah I mean it's it's pretty huge it's it was something that I was a little bit scared of Mm -hmm. in in this uh, climate right now but it hit it all of that got washed away the second that particularly when we got to the south which I thought was gonna be a little weird with 22 black kids coming in and giving you all this gospel and all this thing and blah, blah, blah. But however, especially in cities that you weren't totally sure about, we went to Greenville, South Carolina. I will never forget this, we were also um, uh, collecting for Broadway Cares at the time, so sure. we were out in the front. You Broadway know. Cares
0: is? Oh, oh yeah,
2: Broadway Man. Cares, Equity Fights A's, amazing organization. Mm-hmm. Um, every uh, winter and springtime, the theater community to, does a big uh, donation uh, for them from the audiences of all the shows, and it raises millions of dollars. Millions. I think this year we did like $7.5 million amazing. or something, it was crazy. Um, so uh, we were out there collecting. and. I could count probably 10 people that said, in some way or another, the exact phrase of, Thank you so much for bringing us back to life. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep.
2: Wow. Oh my god, I've never been so alive. Oh my god, I just I just feel alive, blah blah blah. You you brought me to life, blah blah blah. Like and just everyone's red-faced with tears and blah blah blah. And then there was another city where one woman said she's a season ticket holder. She comes to every single show, big theater fan. And she said this is the first show of the season and we were we were like the fifth show of the season that the person next to her talked to her. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it was it's an emotional powerful yes. show mm-hmm. and I was sucked in, but there were people having legit, legit conversations, conversations about, about the show. Like being, yeah. like, it was, know each other, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was like, what? and I was like, could you, gee, it's yeah, right. <laughs> But it's just like, it, it really, it, it's touching on a lot yes. right now, and it's mm-hmm. crazy. And so you, with the tour being about a year old now, so like, the you yeah, saw, nine? You, uh, nine, months, mm-hmm. uh, you saw the Me Too situation yes. happen. Yes. Like yeah. the, the movement happened here. Oh, yeah. and, Wow, like I mean, because I mean the second that um, Sophia like, has that song, and yes. she stands up, like, yes. people are like, uh-uh, it's just like, yes, it's yes, else. Yes. It's um, you're in a church. Uh, <laughs> Carrie
2: <laughs> Carrie Compare, who plays Sophia, she has an amazing story. Um, she was in the original uh, Broadway company right. uh, of this revival, and uh, she got to bump up to Sophia right. the, for the last couple months, mm-hmm. and she uh, always tells the story of someone that wrote into her after seeing the show and said that literally after Hell No, she made the decision to take her and her three children out of an abusive marriage. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like right after that song. She literally <laughs> was like, hell no. And
3: Venice. left right.
4: an abusive relationship.
0: So here we are. <laughs> At intermission, what do you yes. think of the show
1: so far? You know, for me, honestly, it got off to kind of a slow start. Okay. And I thought, wow, like I love its gospel-influenced music, jazz, blues. The cast has the most beautiful, incredible voices. But just as far as the story, it was a little slow. But by the time right. Sophia shows up <laughs> and then Suge Avery comes to town and then we meet Squeak, you know, in the course of all that, I mean, just the, the different characters that are coming in really kind of steal the show, but at the same time, the gal who's playing Celie, and I have to look up her name in uh, in the playbill, even just her posture, the way she stands, right. she's, and I've said this about a lot of um, actors I like, like in classic films, she's remarkable because she's so unremarkable. It's such an understated, beautiful performance that by the end of the first act, I was like, what's going to happen with her? Like, That's, yeah, yeah.
0: What I loved, okay, so remember when uh, the Amundsen did Into the Woods and yes. it was super yes. understated Stripped and like re- this is what that, it's it's very reminiscent of that it's taken me to the simplest form where it's about the yes. music and the performances there's no huge set
1: pieces no there's, there's just chairs they're just chairs chairs <laughs> and
0: yeah and it's really simple and beautiful and lovely and I, I just it's, it's everything that you need and Nothing more,
1: right? Because I, I think the power of the performances and the story, and I'm still not sure exactly where we're headed. I, again, I mentioned I haven't read the book or seen right. the movie, but I'm happy I'm along for the ride. And you really do get to focus on these incredible performers,
0: and so much about uh, this historical story is so like important right now like as far as like what they're talking about about like women's like being property yeah. and, and some and yeah like, and, it was the
1: song hell no yeah I'm guessing and, that's the name of the song it's yeah a- hell no yeah
0: and uh, I just think that's such a like the the audience really got into it and really when the women were just like no you're not gonna hit me you're not gonna treat me like that I'm not property yeah. you know yeah. and it was really amazing yeah. yeah it's such a interesting time in America and it's so it's so important for us to remember that this happened and where we came from and and where we're going.
1: Yeah, it definitely the audience is loving it. I don't know if it's a show for kids. I mean there are definitely some grown up themes. Yes. The storyline might be a little confusing to follow, but yeah, it's it's a great opening night crowd.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. What what wanna do the second act? The lights
1: are flashing. (laughs) Yeah, we gotta go lights keep flashing at us. Okay, Okay.
0: we're going in for the second act. (laughs) I also had a question about costuming, like, Mm. because the second act with the pants being introduced and the colors being introduced, Mm -hmm. that it symbolizes some stuff, right? It's like, well,
2: the only thing that pops in my head right now is that I remember at one point, uh, John Doyle was asking people a lot what the color purple meant to you. Right. And uh, one of our castmates was saying that just in the color spectrum, period, purple is actually the rarest color. Yeah, sure. So there could be a strong Possibility of purposely leaving that color out, right? Mm-hmm. So that the audience does get to make their own interpretation. Well, I I, I thought
0: it begins. would have been so on the nose if you were exactly exactly <laughs> I, like, yeah. okay. But um, and maybe these are just my correlations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. i but I mean, there's a rainbow up on stage. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where in the first act it is very not. Yeah. Bad, you and know?
2: actually, I think it was another audience member that made the correlation of that in the beginning of the show, Squeak and Sugar, the only ones that are in color because yeah. they actually kind of like yes. their life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: They they actually change. Yeah, they shift how the energy of the entire story feels. Yeah, Short, exactly. You know, Squeak brings in like a newness of things when she comes in, and everything's like a circular pattern because she just is the new, fun energy to the show. So it's yeah. I mean, what is she pink overalls? Yeah, pink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah.
0: So as to be able to understudy those two yeah. completely different yeah. roles, yeah. but. Okay, so like Sealy is just like a dream role. Like, that's yeah. dream, the role of a lifetime. Yeah. And then.
2: It's uh, actually something I never thought I would. I, it wasn't even on my radar, ever. It is. I mean, there's a lot of responsibility with that role. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's incredible. It's incredible. But
0: Squeak! It's <clears> like. <throat> and you also have to do, or have had in the past, have had to do something called the Olivia Squeak track.
2: Split track, yes. What's a split um, track? A split track happens when, uh, say, like our swings, like Clyde, when there's more than two people out of the their regular tracks, uh, actually more than three people, is that right? Yeah. More than three people, where the two swings that are available, there's one track that still needs to be covered. So they'll kind of go through the show and say, okay, well these two tracks, we could possibly cut this track or these two tracks could be combined. So in the Squeak Olivia track, I would like start the show as Squeak, I would go to this chair move as Olivia, right. then go back to this uh, thing as Squeak. and, and it kind of just w- goes through the show and I bop back and forth between each person. Be-
0: because it is almost, it's almost—it's so almost experimental theater with everyone on stage and with the cha- and very minimal, mm-hmm. I think you can get away with that really easily. The hardest part is the staging to make sure that the props are in the right places. Exactly. It- exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think it would affect very the story
3: hard. as much. Yeah. Well, it can it, in this one. It yeah. can because certain, <laughs> certain chairs, as you notice, the whole yeah. show is chairs. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to be in certain places by certain times the yep. chairs
2: are their own musical and
3: once they're set you're not allowed you can't go and touch that chair again <laughs> if it's in the wrong spot it's in the wrong spot we have to figure out another way wow to make that chair mm-hmm. because if I set the chair I set in Africa mm-hmm. at the guard if I don't set it correctly that is Celie's chair that she uses for her number wow but that's what four numbers before that even right. happens so yep. if you don't set that chair Celie doesn't have a chair to touch That's not good <laughs> right um, right uh, but, and it's, it's difficult because there's no, most shows have spike marks or number right. lines. We don't have Nothing. any of that. So, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, is this where so it is? So, it's kind of like this no? area.
2: Okay. And you start like looking on the wooden floor. You're like, okay, there's a nail right there. Plank. And it's about five feet away from this point. So, oh, if I, I go in the middle of that, I think that's
0: commit. what I'm,
3: I'm just going to commit to putting this here.
2: <laughs> what
0: is the, what was the reaction of the cast? Because it, it is a bunch of different ages, a bunch of different physical abilities, like, they're all standing on chair. like, I mean, like, yeah. is it intimidating for some of them to, like, or you get used to it? I get used to it. I think yeah. you get used to it. You get used to it. Cool.
2: There's pretty much two rules, you know, try to put it all in the same space, and then never set it in a groove. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise you go stand on it and you're like, whoa! sometimes
3: <laughs> well, know, like, before you stand but on it, if you, you like, might give it a little jiggle, <laughs> a little, see if, if it's, it's waggling. you yeah. like... Not you just
2: you're just you know shifted a little bit, but yeah.
0: yeah. You know, Clyde. Mm-hmm. Throughout the like, what part of the show as a male member of the show? Mm-hmm. What part of the show do you most connect with, or do you feel as?
3: You know? Oh, uh, well, I mm, I guess it depends on who I'm playing. <laughs> sure, but um, I think I me personally, I connect with this entire show mm-hmm. because this show my family's from the south, so like this all these are women that I grew up with. Right. These are men that I grew up with. So it it all makes sense to me. It it was not weird, but it was just kind of odd that this hadn't been shown before. Yeah. And, you know, we're like, oh, these women. I was like, these are, this is my, this was my every day. This, this is not a new thing for me. But things that really start to connect is when, you know, John so brilliantly puts in, like, He'll say, you know, he's said one thing. He's like, Suge, she has too many gifts in being extraordinary to be an ordinary person. I'm like, ah, oh, she can't be normal. That sucks. That's us. We can't be normal. We don't have normal lives, but we can't. Because, you know, she has a purpose in what she's doing. And same thing with Sophia, you know. So as a guy in this show, I yeah, I don't.
0: Yeah, the, I mean, I. It's, you, this is the answer I expected because it yeah. is so about celebrating these women. It's know? about the women. Yeah, you know, and I mean, it's, there's some amazing performances from the men. Yes, but they're, of course. but they're, yeah. but they're not, they're not put in a light where we're you want to celebrate. To yes. Yeah,
2: but I do yes. still think that it's still really universal though at the same time yes. just because we've watched grown men in the front audience, you know, being oh. like, oh, my wife brought me oh, here, absolutely. blah, 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 and by the end of the show they are tears. prune-faced, tears, just like, oh my god, that yes. is so good, blah, blah. Was, <laughs>
0: Lara is, like, she has a bunch of tells, like, she was sitting to my left and we were watching um, House Left and I could, every once in a while, her hand would just come up and just like wipe her face. <laughs> yes. a wipe her face. Yeah. It was so yeah. sweet. And so it's just really amazing. Gabby, uh, Gabrielle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was waiting for oh, it. it. It um, It's
2: okay. It's gonna um, happen. I can. You've <laughs> known me a long time, y'all. Um, <laughs> so <sorry>. yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. We
0: let's get into that. Yeah. We worked on cruise ships uh-huh. back in the Disney day. Yeah, was that was like
2: my first professional job. That was so long ago. Yeah. I was like 19. Yeah, yeah. and and, and, was, and
0: was... just to watch you blossom from this, because uh, you went to the Amda. Yes. And. Uh-huh. So, you came out ready to be a working performer, but like we still back then had a lot to learn and we had a lot to grow. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to work on a cruise ship where it's like day in, day out you're performing. And then uh, Gabrielle and I, we moved to New York around Mm -hmm. the same time and we kind of did the like, Mm -hmm. and just to watch your career blossom in such a thing. I was really proud about when I saw the playbill and I opened it up is you've officially there's this thing like when you have to put all your credits in, yes but after you get to a certain point like, you can just put your you just favorite, put your favorite roles. roles yes not just the <laughs>
2: only ones you've done
0: yes and i was like oh she's got her favorites <laughs> on there she was like <laughs> yes. I, I don't have to put what i did in high school right, what I did exactly. in but yeah no so i was very very proud <laughs> oh, of you because yay. you i mean hairspray mama mia yeah. rent um uh,
4: Footloose. Uh, like a,
0: beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Um, how could I look beautiful? Oh, yeah, my God. Oh, my God. But, yeah. No, exactly. and, like, what an amazing experience and, and career that you've yeah. c- continued to have. I'm so proud of you. Yeah,
2: thank you. It's thank amazing. Thank you. It's amazing.
0: But as a woman who understudies the lead role mm-hmm. in this very powerful yep. play, how do you find the s- strength to get to the place to perform these roles, yeah. and how do you leave it on the stage every night?
2: Ooh, um, it well, a lot of it just has to do with a lot of even when I was prepping for the audition because it was a role that I never thought I would I was even close to doing. It I didn't relate. I mean, I related to it. I loved it, but I was just like, it's not me. It's no. it's not Gabrielle. And then um, once I started really coaching the material, I just I, I just found it was the first time in a very very long time where I was able to understand putting myself into a role to make it my own. And, of course, not doing the role every day, I have to sing through it, like, probably three times a week. Sure. Um, uh, definitely have to take much better care of myself because she could call out at any time. Yeah. Um, she's uh, dear Adriana. She's very, very good at just being like, hey, girl. <laughs> but, you, know. <laughs> you know, so she, that is just so kind of her because she does not have to do. Sure. Um, but, um, yeah, I just I have to keep myself prepped a lot. Like I still carry my script with me. Um I have a, a, a digital copy on my phone. Right. You know, so I can just look over things every now and again. Um but yeah I just I just I I try to keep prepped so I don't ever have to get prepped. Right. <laughs> you know I mean? You don't have to get ready <laughs> if you a, stay ready. I was, trying, I was trying not to completely Sway. completely quote A girl is who
0: she oh, is. Yes, Come on. Yes. So I in, in in this podcast I pretty much every episode I end up working RuPaul into the conversation. I don't need so to, well. but Absolutely. we'll go to a, we'll go to a, a premiere, and I'll be like, I'm sitting
2: behind RuPaul,
0: or like, and then like yeah. I, so here's the but ob- obligatory she's spirit, RuPaul. You know, she's <laughs> always around. What are you gonna do? Oh, listen. <laughs> there
3: are,
0: there are, yeah, there, yeah, she's my spirit animal. But I know. You guys, thank you so much for taking the time to speak Yay, with me. It means so the most. And thank you for the gift of the show and your performances, and good luck to to you on the rest of your tour Mm -hmm. and the rest of your careers, and please, let's get together when you come back. Yes. Yes. I love it. Thanks, Will. Thank you.
1: Here we are. We're standing at the W, waiting for our cars. We just get out of the color purple. I'm wiping my eyes and my nose because that second half. I, I was saying at intermission that um, the the actress who was playing Celia. I said, "Wow, she's remarkable for being so unremarkable in this performance." That just her posture, the way she carried herself. But things certainly change in the second half. I don't want to give away any spoilers or anything, but just seeing the transformation that comes to her character absolutely blew me away.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. And the female ensemble in particular Mm -hmm. was so strong and so supported I just they all worked together so beautiful like there's what about the three women that are kind of like the chorus and kind of like the... Like the Greek the, the, chorus in they're, this. They're yeah. like these three gossips that kind of like help move the story along by telling you what's going on by gossiping. Yes, but and it's asking so the questions
1: cool. we're all thinking. Exactly. You know? And it's yeah. really really cool. No, that's a great point. Well, I love that the guys didn't try to outshine the women. Like mm-hmm. they weren't competing with them. I mean, they were strong in their own right. And it was really, really interesting that Albert character getting to hear a little bit of his backstory right. and why he was the way he was. It's Just a, a wonderful actor who portrayed him. But just the you were saying I felt like not just in the story but also in this production the way that the women supported each other and looked Mm -hmm. out for each other I thought was so inspiring and beautiful and very timely.
0: Right. Yep. Absolutely. I, there I think there are a lot of because the book has been around for a long time and but the the message is just as new and just as fresh mm-hmm. and just as important as it was.
1: Yeah, well that's you know that's why it's a classic, right? Yeah. It's these mm-hmm. these timeless themes that we deal with, but I just thought the production was absolutely terrific. At standing ovation almost before yep. the last song ended. And um, beautiful music, beautiful songs. It's going to be here for a few weeks. We're going to do a whole show on this right. and really get a little bit more in depth. So um but we would love to hear from you too if you see this. Let us know what you think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. And uh, make sure to leave us messages on Facebook. And uh, let us know if you saw the show or if you have any questions for us. Or let us know what other stuff you want us to cover here.
1: Uh, On Western Broadway. And, okay, well, shoulders back. (laughs)
0: stand standing tall, being
1: thankful that we're here.
0: Excellent. All right, so we'll talk to you soon.
1: Crazy about the show. We loved it so much. And uh, if you're in Southern California, I'm recording this June 5th, 2018, you still have some time to catch the revival of The Color Purple at the Hollywood Pantages Theater. It's on through June 17th, and then it moves down to Orange County, Costa Mesa, Sagerstrom Center for the Arts, June 19th through 24th, then on to Seattle, Charlotte, Chicago, Washington, D.C. You can check out all the dates and get more info at colorpurple.com. You can find us at westofbroadwaypodcast.com on social media, just search for West of Broadway. We love to hear from you. If there's a show in Southern California you think we should check out, let us know about it. If you're looking for us, you can find us West of Broadway.